0: Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast Feather Your Nest with Kids Health from us at The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Uh, The podcast is here to help you get clear and educated about all things child health, first aid and food allergies. So take a listen and don't forget to leave us your comments and reviews. Hello everyone, Heidi here from The Nest. So today we're going to talk about seizures Mostly because I spent last night in emergency with my own son who is three and three quarters. Um, and she, he had um, a rather large seizure um, at 6 p.m. last night with my husband. I wasn't actually here, I was in another town somewhere. <laughs> so, um, and unfortunately the last time this happened to our older son, I wasn't there either. So very ironic considering what I do for a living, um, but yeah, maybe I'm just not supposed to be there, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't cope very well in emergency with my own children. Um, so we're gonna talk about seizures and the different types of seizures and what you should do and how they can look after a seizure as well. So um, that also is, if you're looking at this on a video, I maybe don't look very fresh because I've spent my first night ever as an inpatient in hospital. I've never had a night in hospital, not for me or any of my children before last night. So very, very strange. Um, And yeah, I don't look very fresh for it. So I'd listen to this on a podcast if I were you. Um, So let's talk about seizures. There's lots of different types of seizures. I know we've covered febrile convulsions before and that's what we cover in our first aid classes that we do for parents. But there's lots of different types of seizures but they can all look the same. (laughs) So it can be quite confusing. So seizures are um they can be uh, absent seizures or they can be the tonic clonic seizures which are like convulsions where arms and legs are moving like in a rhythmic motion um the person is unconscious um that's what we would call like a what most seizures are so they they most seizures would be described as con, uh, convulsions or fits or tonic clonic seizures and that's when the arms and legs are moving as well um and normally in a tonic-clonic seizure or, um, you know, a convulsion, the person is unresponsive. um, And usually they're breathing, but probably not breathing properly. So they may change color. And sometimes they are um, incontinent, which is what happened to my son last night and he never wets himself. And um, he was actually incontinent before my husband realized there was anything wrong. So, because he was just sitting on the sofa and he wasn't doing anything or saying anything um but he as we know now that actually sat there and wet himself and you know that is very he's never done that so it's obviously starting before he actually started shaking and doing those kind of um convulsion type movements so another type of seizure would be called like an absent seizure or a local seizure and that's where the person just starts to act differently maybe they're confused unusual behavior Um, and that can be what we call a local seizure. So it might not look to to the eye what you would think a seizure would look like. There are other types of seizures where people or children will just almost check out and go vacant and they won't move and convulse, but they just go completely vacant or they might just have a little tick like on the side of the mouth or the hands, they might even just be doing this. So seizures can look very different Children who have epilepsy or adults have epilepsy, they might have a type of seizure that they have where it looks very similar each time, Um, or the parent will know that this is definitely a seizure. Um, So yeah, they can look very different. The difference with what my son had yesterday, that was a febrile convulsion. And that means that he had a convulsion because his body temperature went up very quickly and it caused the body to have a fit. So as soon as um, I got the phone call, I actually knew that he already had a fever just half an hour before I'd learned that he had a fever. So although I was obviously really worried, I immediately wasn't in panic mode because I knew that it was very likely to be a febrile convulsion, which is to be honest with seizures best case scenario because we know that they don't come to any harm with febrile convulsions. Um so yeah it was it's you know it was actually a, a good thing. Um so with uh once someone has a um a a seizure, they do what we call afterwards, they have what we call like a post period and post is post-seizure. It's when someone um is just not quite there, they're not quite back in the room yet. They're very Um, a bit sort of absent, a bit confused, sometimes they're nauseous, sometimes they'll vomit, which is what happened with my son. He was actually confused and not quite with it for about an hour and a half. When the nurse asked him who I was, he said, my name's Thomas, which is his best friend at daycare, um, and was just looking at me through very glassy eyes. It was also bedtime. It was an hour after bedtime, actually. By this point, so we it just with those two things combined, it was a really bad situation. To you know, you could see that it, he was just not with it at all, and that is what we call post postictal, and that is the post seizure type behaviour. So they come out of the seizure, but they're just they're, they're still not quite right. Um, so if a child has a, a seizure in a wheelchair or a stroller or a car seat, what we should be doing is just supporting their head, making sure that they've that, you know they got good head support, um, keeping them where they are while they're actually having the seizure. Then when they're finished, we'll get them out and we'll lay them down on the left-hand side. So with a seizure, it's all about not trying to interfere too much with the person while they're actually having the seizure. So when you come across someone, child, adult, anyone that's having a seizure, what we need to do is just support them in that making sure they're in a safe place while they're actually having the seizure we shouldn't move them around too much or pick them up or walk around with them because they're moving they might be doing this and you're carrying them and you're going to be worried and you, you know they're very stiff and we might drop them or we might hurt them anymore so the best thing to do is just to get some items to get put under their head keep them comfortable you know whether that be sofa cushions dunas anything um, keep that person comfortable if they're on a really hard floor just grab something to pop underneath them you can shimmy them onto it but don't move them once they're actually finished having the convulsion or seizure or fit whatever we want to call it then we roll them onto their side okay preferably the left side but any side will do and this is because we want to keep their airway clear often people especially children will vomit after a seizure and we want to make sure that airway is clear so by rolling them on their side um we can uh, you know they're not on their back so they're not going to choke on their vomit so if they vomit it's going to come out and it's going to keep the airway clear we can support the head just up slightly um as well just to keep that airway open um if the airway is blocked we'll have to start with that abc you know go into the actual um you know, first aid for uh, airway blockage and breathing and circulation, but that's not for today's talk. Um, But the point of it is to keep them supported. Now, if it's your child's first seizure, you don't know what it's about, you don't know why it's there, so we call an ambulance. If it's a subsequent fever and they've had more than one and you've spoken to your healthcare professional about it, whether it's a febrile convulsion, or if the child has epilepsy, then you will have a plan, you would have been told. Usually if a child has epilepsy, the parents are quite well versed in what to do and what criteria to call an ambulance. Normally it's when it lasts more than five minutes or the rescue medication doesn't work. There'll be like an actual action plan for that child with their specific seizures. With a febrile convulsion, the first time a child has a febrile convulsion, if they're very hot, we should call the ambulance first time, every time. Once you get to the hospital, you will get a lot of education about febrile convulsion and they may say that next time this happens, if you're confident that that it's with a temperature, you may not need to bring them back in, but that's kind of up to you and how, how, um, how you feel about that. There's nothing you can do to stop a seizure Unless you have a child with epilepsy and you have rescue medication, that helps to stop a seizure after a certain period of time sometimes. But there's nothing else you can do to stop a seizure. With a febrile convulsion, um, just know that there's nothing you can do to prevent it. Even giving Panadol and Ibuprofen won't necessarily help to prevent a a febrile convulsion. The temperature shoots up so quickly that we we don't really have a chance um, to, to be able to stop it. So there's nothing you can do. All we do is support them in that seizure call an ambulance, call for help. Um, and we were very lucky last night that our neighbors are very, we've got a really good neighborhood here. And one of our neighbors came and helped my husband and popped my son into the recovery position once he'd stopped having his um, seizure and kept him safe while the ambulance arrived. So, cause that was my son's, this, my youngest son's first convulsion. So that was the right thing to do. He was post look at the hospital for about an hour and a half. It was a bit long for my liking. Um, and it was also he was very tired because it was bedtime so we decided um, along with the doctor who was on to stay in overnight and be monitored overnight and this morning he's bouncing off the walls there's nothing wrong with him he's fine Um, so obviously there was a fever there but other than that he's there's no harm done which is classic for febrile convulsions okay so the really what you need to remember with seizures is make sure that the child is in a safe position when they're having a seizure. If they have a seizure in a stroller or a chair, um, make sure you, we just keep their head safe. And then when they finish, finished, we put them on the side. Every child, once they finish finished their convulsion, should be popped onto their side. And then we call an ambulance um, unless we know otherwise if we have an action plan or anything like that. So I hope this is helpful. This is the sort of thing that we would, we would do in our first aid classes. Um, Hopefully you won't have to go through uh, what we went through yesterday. However, it is relatively common, a febrile convulsion is one in 30 children will have one. So it's relatively common, Um, but unfortunately it's very scary, but there's nothing we can do about it. But we do know that they're they're quite harmless in the long run. So I hope this is helpful. Please drop your comments below. Has your child ever had a febrile convulsion Um, or do you know anyone that's had one? um we do have our free virtual first aid kit which is at the bottom of every page on our website and it will be underneath this um audio video as well so in the meantime it's been great to have you take care bye bye we hope you enjoyed this episode from the nest Kids cpr analogy don't forget to go to the bottom of every page on our website to find our freebies our virtual first aid kit is there waiting for you take care and we'll see you next week